All right, time for us to check in with Vaughn Palmer from the Vancouver Sun. Good morning, Vaughn. Good morning, Simi. In my hometown, Victoria is claiming a first. Really? Tell us all about it. So, yes, last Thursday night, Victoria City Council voted unanimously to do something that uh, they say anyway, and I find nothing to contradict this. Uh, They are the first municipality in B.C. to do this. So what they did is they struck a blow for expedited approval of housing projects. In the future, a nonprofit or government agency, um, anybody uh, like a co-op proposing to build affordable housing in Victoria, if the project they're proposing fits the existing community plan in Victoria, it basically gets fast-tracked to approval. It doesn't have to go through public hearing. It doesn't have to go through rezoning. And this removes one of the biggest obstacles to getting projects approved quickly at a time of a shortage of affordable housing. Isn't this exactly what David Eby was hoping would happen, though, is that by talking about it enough, municipal councils would get the message and do it? Yeah, I think you're right, Simi. You know, and the interesting thing about the media release from Victoria City Council announcing this. So the vote was last Thursday night, and the council was out, or the city was out, with a media release right afterward, like, we just voted on this tonight, it's the first time anybody's done it. In that media release were quotes from David Eby endorsing what the council had done. Mm. So Eby is so quick to encourage the municipality that basically he, you know, I'm I'm sure they were his words and endorsed by him, but it's interesting that it was so fast. E.B. is, you're right, I think E.B.'s working on kind of his own good cop, bad cop act on this. He's praising municipalities like Victoria that are doing the right thing, and he's been known to criticize some that are that are doing the reverse. Right, he did that recently too. Didn't he talk about Oak Bay? Yeah, like next door to Victoria... Oak Bay and a night and day difference in terms of new housing starts. So Oak Bay last month turned down for the second time a proposal to build a 14-unit development, tear down an existing house, put in 14 units. The company that's proposing it has been working on this for nine years they went to Oak Bay Council in 2017. Oak Bay objected. They uh, they accommodated all the objections, went back to Oak Bay Council, and the council found new grounds to quibble and rejected it a second time. So uh, that's Oak Bay, and EB very quickly on that one came out as well and said, look, uh, Oak Bay is going to have to change. Places like Oak Bay are going to have to change. Oak Bay won't allow secondary suites. Oak Bay won't allow this, won't allow that. And you just, this, again, E.B. pointed it out, the Oak Bay project fits Oak Bay's community plan. When the project matches the plan, councils should be approving them, not bouncing them for quibbles. And I have to say, I, I went through the list of reasons why the council narrowly voted to reject that simi and yeah it's familiar stuff visual impact oh there might be an impact on pedestrians uh, while they're building it they're going to be some blasting well <laughs> the capital region is built on rocks 
it's very hard to build anything here without any blasting. Uh, but the noise would disturb the neighborhood. Oh, and there was a tree that might was endangered. So, you know, it's the old-fashioned grounds for rejecting stuff. And the way we've done it in B.C. for a long time, local governments. But E.B. is basically saying this has come to an end. Uh, Victoria Paper here, Simi, published the numbers on new housing starts in the provincial capital region recently. So Victoria last year, 1,200 new homes. Oak Bay, <coughs> 27. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy, that's that. We spoke to the mayor of Langford, I seem to remember, yeah. a couple of months ago on the show. But what a fascinating discussion that was, because it's just a, such a different attitude that you hear from any municipal government. Yes, Langford is definitely the poster child in the capital region for this. So Victoria did 1,200 new homes last year. That's impressive. Langford, 1,741 new homes. And it matters very much that the most famous resident of Langford, other than the mayor, is Premier John Horgan. And at times, Horgan has said that he thinks, you know, uh, all things being equal, other municipalities should look at the example of Langford, which is building the housing that people need in a province where 100,000 newcomers moved to British Columbia last year. Like This is a real problem, and E.B. is... Uh, as I say, he's kind of the good cop, bad cop on this, but if you try to figure out where the premier stands on this, my guess is he supports the Langford approach far more than he approaches Oak Bay. And sure, Langford's got a lot more developable land than Oak Bay, but Oak Bay also represents the old attitude, which is the locals rule, NIMBY forces rule, and we're not going to build anything if we don't want to. Interesting. Okay. And I wonder if, I mean, obviously David Eby would like to see more councils do this, but does that mean the legislation becomes any less likely? You know, I think uh, the best way to look at this is right now we're in the era where he's, as I say, praising the municipalities at getting right, making a point of encouraging projects. He's you know, endorse the Broadway corridor development, that sort of thing. Uh, as I say, singling out <coughs> Victoria, Saanich is thinking of doing the same thing that Victoria just did. So it's all, you know, as much positive as he can, but he's also made it clear, Simi, that, and he's the Attorney General, right, that yeah. the legislation to override municipal authority is being written. Uh, in the government right now. It will be available for introduction in the fall. So, as I say, the carrot and the stick are both out there and obvious. I think it's an open question how far the New Democrats will go this fall on leaning on municipalities and even overriding them. But I think the override legislation will be ready to go. And once the civic elections are over, we'll see how many municipalities in B.C. have been going along with it. I also wonder how much of an adjustment that will be for the developers, because I'm sure yeah. they're geared towards a system where there's give and take and negotiation with the city. And if they're just going to present what's going to be built, well, they have to adjust that, too. You know, that is that's true. And I, I, 
We should make uh, two more points about what Victoria did. First of all, they did not <clears throat> make this change for market housing. So we're still some distance from saying a developer, a profit, a developer for profit who comes forward with a project gets fast-tracked as well. That's, that's still an open question. Uh, the other thing is Victoria put out an interesting estimate on what this policy change means for any given project. So they say that <clears throat> waiving the public hearing rezoning requirement for a project will save nine months on the time from proposal to start of construction, which is a lot. And they say that'll save two million bucks uh, on the cost of building a given project. So as they say, that means more money for affordable housing and everything else. So this is this has a significant economic impact. Uh, I think it's still, as I say, an open question whether or not this courtesy will be extended to private developers. But EB certainly has been saying we have to have market housing. Government nonprofits can't build it all. And if if the housing fits the local plan, it should go ahead. It shouldn't be subject to a second veto through a public hearing process. Right. So people need to start paying attention to their local community plan. That's the process you need yeah. to pay attention to. Yeah, uh, that's true, Simi. And the other thing, I think there's no question there's going to be a backlash over this. Uh, you've already seen it. The Victoria Times colonist here uh, ran almost a full page of letters from people in Oak Bay grumbling about EB's threat, saying that this means the end of local democracy, the end of local communities having a say over what they look like. EB pushes back and says, no, you can control the plan, but you have to build housing for a growing community, and you can't approve the plan and then turn around and say, oh, but we don't want it here in my backyard. Exactly. All right, Vaughn, thank you. Bye-bye, Simi. Vaughn Palmer for the Vancouver Sun, and that's exactly right the way he just put it there. People always say, oh, that's fine, but just somewhere else. It's the somewhere else that is proving to be the challenge.